0: episode of the ever black podcast is brought to you by death wish hot rods and customs check out their instagram for all their new t-shirts caps beanies cups and the all new atomic death
1: lineup how you doing sir good debbie what's going on (laughs) <laughs> i'm good man everything is good you, you you i'm assuming you cut your hair i did yeah yeah man yeah how's it feel uh good good yeah. you,
0: do you remember me when i had my long hair
1: of course yeah man i th- it's, it's like uh i mean we're it's so funny it's it's as we get older i remember because i you know in the mid 90s i had the the dreads and the bald head and everything hmm. And then people are just like, man, that was cool. Why did you get rid of it? And I'm like, well, because I'm 50, for one. And uh, it smelt like a yak's balls for another. And it's like, and there was a certain point where I had to go in uh, to the bank to get a loan so I could get some, some studio gear. Mm. And I remember just being like, man, you look like Krusty the Clown, dude. This is like <laughs> no bueno. And when I cut it off, I was so psyched. I remember just being in the shower for like, Twenty minutes, just like yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: it's good, eh? No, it,
0: oh, it's yeah. true. I had to let it go, and then but then sometimes you get the it's like the phantom limb, you know? the I mean? limb, You're yeah. Like, oh, it's there, but it's it's not. Yeah, but it's, it's not.
1: not. No. yeah, no, yeah.
0: It. Hey, it's good to see you again, man. We'll talk to you again.
1: Yeah, man, it's the uh, same <laughs> as it was before, just crustier. Yeah, <laughs> looking good though. Looking Feeling good, well. man. I, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, think, it's, I think it's important to, to take care of myself, to be honest. It's like the amount of things that are asked of us is, is just uh, more and more and more. And hmm. I threw my back out a, a couple of months back and I just realized, I'm like, man, I, I, can't, I can't be immobilized like that. So I got to try and keep things limber to a degree. And um, and uh, that's good for me psychologically as well. It helps the music to have some degree of, of physical discipline now. I think because it's all so connected, it's like if I don't feel like shit physically, I can think clearer, right?
0: True. Yes. Yeah. Man, what are you doing? Heaps of yoga or, or gymming it? Or
1: what are, you, what are you doing to keep yourself? I do both, but poorly but yeah. I think it's like, it doesn't require a lot. I think a lot of it for me is just, is just, just enough to to know that I'm not uh, neglecting myself. Right. Like,
0: yeah,
1: I love yoga, but I'm so shit at it. It's like crazy how bad it is. I am at it after doing it for many, many years. It's like, I still can't touch my toes. It's like trying to undo a rusty lock, but, <laughs> but I like it. And I really like the, the yin yoga as well, the stuff where you're, you just basically just (laughs) lie down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good at that. I'm I'm pretty good good at it. (laughs) Even even that, even that I'm, I'm, I'm a bit crap at, but you know, I think um, maybe there's something that, that that there's some psychological benefit to, to just doing it regardless of whether or not you're any good at it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to make the effort. Was it Arnold? Yeah. Uh, was
0: it Arnold says, you know, even a little bit of effort, a little bit of day. And so mine's usually
1: a little bit a week. Um, Me, you, I, and Arnold, man. Yeah. yeah that's like <laughs> no no, uh, no more accurate of a comparison has been made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, of course, uh, you know, man, this new album, Lightwork, dude, it's just, it's so good. I know, really? Thank I, you.
1: I, yeah. I love it,
0: man. Like, I, I, much wow. like empath, I found a very, very strong connection with it. And, yeah um it's just you know, personal reasons, I guess, you know, but between between the two records,
1: it feels like there is a connection there. There's definitely a thread. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always viewed empath, well, I didn't always view it, but when the pandemic started, it was almost like there's a bridge between empath and what happens after all this shit. And on that bridge is light work and the puzzle. They're, they're kind of unexpected for me. And, and one of the things that I found really interesting about it is I think uh, what got tested and what got asked of us over the past couple of years was way more than a lot of us expected. And perhaps in my, in my life, I, I felt that maybe... Uh, because I, I i gravitate towards things that are quiet or or more introverted or or what have you that that was indicative of some sort of weakness you know that strong people need to be confrontational or you need to be this out of the other thing you know you have to be verbose and loud and and all these sorts of things and i i recognized over the course of the past couple of years that strength exhibits itself in different ways and and for me the way that i found strength in myself during this period was making a record that was hopeful during a period that was not Mm. and the effort that went into trying to keep it on that path was like was like a fight in a way that i've never experienced before creatively because i knew that I didn't want to put all this time and money and effort and resources into something that was just going to make me feel worse. I remember years ago doing alien by strapping. And I remember at the end listening to it and just being like, Oh fucking, that makes me feel awful. But I was proud of it because it was right for me. It's where I was at. It was what I was pursuing, but that was a really, interesting moment for me too because I'm like well I'm making this music as much for me as I am for anybody else and I don't want to feel that way like I'm proud of it and I thought it was awesome but then I was like yuck man like I remember playing info dump for a buddy of mine and it like really fucked him up and I remember thinking like well that's what it was supposed to be though that's that's where I was at that's the trajectory that seems super appropriate with the lifestyle that I had at that time and the activities that I was involved with and the people that I was surrounded with. And it was a great learning experience for me because I started recognizing that it's like what you put in is what you're going to get out. And so uh, some degree of self-forgiveness and taking care of yourself physically, psychologically, uh, being accountable for your actions with friends and family and, and, and people that that don't like you or or any of these things results in a much different output for me than just saying fuck it and doing a load load of drugs and drinking all the time or whatever. And I, I didn't like that version of me back then it yielded some really interesting things for me that I still am super proud of, but there's no way that I want to be that person now. There's no way, no way. And so, it would have been easy during the course of the past couple of years to just devolve into a type of personal chaos. You know, you just, you just say, fuck it and start drinking or, or like whatever. Yeah, man. But I just remember thinking about the past with me. I'm like, man, I didn't like that. And I didn't like what that did. And I didn't like what came out of me in terms of the energy of it. And I didn't like how it made people around me feel. I remember while doing alien, uh, our family doctor was having nightmares about me saying, man, I just keep having these dreams of you running around the clinic with an ax, like, <laughs> like hurting people. Whoa. And I remember, and I remember thinking, it's funny sometimes how you can put out, you know, you put out a, a, a vibe to people, hmm. right? Yeah, man. Yep. And I realized that, that my intention for these things is within my, it's within my, um, my capacity to, to uh, control to some degree, you yes. know? And I, um, I realized that the one thing that I had control over during the pandemic was my reaction to it. And so why Light Work ended up being this kind of bright and kind of chill statement is because I fought for that in a way that I didn't think I was capable of prior.
0: You know what? It, it's I really like where you are creatively right now. Like, man, I I strapping to me was very very important. Like, I know what yeah. you were saying before. Like, is still my favorite totally. fucking metal album of, of all time. But I loved it, man. Yeah, man. Loved it. Loved it. Creatively, I think, and 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 that vibe and positivity you're putting out is really important. And I've actually heard stories of people like with empath. Um, there was one guy i showed showed, and uh it completely changed his path,
1: man, personally. I won't mention hmm. who it is, but you well, know. i i i I'll say two things. first off, it's flattering and it's amazing, right? But I also feel that artists aren't responsible for the music. we're responsible for for actualizing it. You yeah. just you kind of pick it out of the ether. So if you're fortunate enough to be privy to it then your job is to try and get it as accurate as you can. That's it. It's not like, this is your music and this is your art. It's like you heard it and here's the best you can do. Um, But it's funny when, when, when I talk about strapping and, and, uh, and people say, uh, why don't you want to do strapping again? And I say, because I'm in a different place. Sometimes people interpret that as me feeling like, oh, I'm not proud of it or I'm trying to bury it. And, and, but what I, what's super important for me to, to be clear about is the same process that yielded City, is what yielded Empath and Lightwork and The Puzzle and Ziltoid. It's the same thing. It's just yeah. the catalyst for what the content becomes changes just because life changes. We're in a different place now than we were in... I remember the first tour I did in Australia... It's like 90, I forget 96, 97. Yeah. But it was like we're in hostels. We played in waga You know what I mean? It's like we were in mean? a van and it was like <laughs> it was so like it was fun. It was great. But it was a totally different the the hunger and the and the and the anger and all these things that came with being 25 yeah were what made that what it was. So people say uh you should do that again. I'm just like, well, I can't. There's no fucking way I can. If the thing that is important for me, and to some degree the audience, is the authenticity that uh, made City what it was, then it's completely disingenuous to try and recreate that like half a lifetime later. It's absurd. It's absurd, man. But, it's, but that doesn't mean I don't love it. I love it i still listen to it and i'm like man that's fucking badass you know so
0: good but i mean the new stuff is <laughs> incredible and in saying that do you think the flip of that do you reckon Devin 2025 20, years ago could write
1: empath and light work of course not no way no way man mm. you know it's like even just having children yeah. like it's Sometimes the idea of having kids, you know, people who don't have kids go, I know exactly what you mean. I have a dog. And you're like, you don't, you have no idea, man. You've got no idea, no idea, no idea. <laughs> no idea unless you're a shit parent It's like no idea, man, in my opinion. So as much as I could postulate on what it would be like to go through, you know, loss of a bunch of family members and having kids and, you know good friends getting cancer and whatever right like you can pretend that you understand but until you do you don't integrate it into any practical creative way it's just it's just conjecture you're just making an assumption on it and that to me it's like writing about dragons you know it's like you've never met a dragon man like you know and the dragon raised his fiery maw and shot, you know, Valkyrie out of the sky. It's like, dude, it's it's all fantasy until yep. you've really participated in it. Pretty sure Dio did. Pretty sure Dio was there. Well, of course Dio did. Yeah. He, he's like, I think he hung up <laughs> some down at night and, and, uh, had uh, a pet smog living in the basement that just fed him talisman and swords. <laughs> <laughs> i get it i get i get I, you're right i stand corrected dio had a dio had a dragon for sure oh several several yeah. just saw yeah. his
0: doco the other night it was awesome if you ever get a chance to see it watch his doco it's so good
1: what's it on what's the what's a... uh it was on
0: at the movies i went and saw it at oh the okay screen. okay it's cool it's worth it yeah, yeah. Um,
1: All right. but uh
0: <laughs> Talking about the videos for obviously Moon People and Call the Void, they're connected and there's t- part of a trilogy. Yeah. So, I love I love you know the character who who is it
1: Devin or is it a, a character like Well, in absence of any other actor, Devin was available. Okay. <laughs> you did a good job. Thanks. Man.
0: <laughs> but where's where's that story going? I know it's going to the lighthouse, and I, I love that, but what what's what's gonna happen when Devin gets to the lighthouse.
1: Well, because the third video was filmed in Serbia and I wasn't there, Devin is a very different character. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I like that though. Everything that I do, I believe to be an analogy for the process of whatever changes and growth or lack thereof has occurred during a particular period. So it's all an analogy i guess right like the lighthouse represents well anything that you can hold on to and have faith in uh, during a period like that and i'm not talking in a religious sense of course but you know your your ability to to handle something your newfound ability to surrender to your own chaos or something that's more unequivocal like we're all going to die or we were all born or or you know everybody dies your parents die your friends die your dog dies but that's that's a part of the process and and to to resist that seems like the the source of so much suffering i mean there's grieving that comes along with all those things but to not just say okay fuck it just let it happen i think is is uh is unnecessarily punishing yourself for something right and i think for me i recognize that a lot of that is my own fears right and so the analogy of that lighthouse is just like well what can you hold on to like i love the idea of of infinity i love the idea of mathematics i love the idea of of just the concepts of these sort of intangible, uh, infinite concepts. And to me, that's an analogy for something beautiful, something that I wish there was a better word for, for it than whatever religious terms they throw at a God or, or, or what have you. But yeah. for me, it's, it's, it's that is synonymous with the creative impulse that, that um, music comes from. Or from where birth or or death or or how plants grow or all these sorts of things i mean it's it's something that's that's like during periods of the social dialogue being so toxic you can be privy to a thunderstorm or, or to an ocean and just be like wow our our and that's on earth which is nothing right it's like but those things remind me at least of of Like, oh, right, don't forget. That is fucking awesome, man. Yeah, Don't forget. And so the analogy for that in the films, I guess, or these videos uh, are just trying to find that in a place that's unfamiliar. And the lack of familiarity is is less about a, a, a physical place and more about a, where do you find yourself after a pandemic? Where do you find yourself after social media and war and all these things and and how much of that can you believe in like truly and how much of it is just an abstraction that you need to try and uh navigate so that you don't lose sight of the fact that it's like human beings being children right i mean so that's the analogy of those videos i guess and so when it gets to the lightworker video um yeah, you'll see. I mean, I haven't ah. seen it yet. They they, they send the uh, the first draft of it tomorrow, so I'm looking for it. I hope it doesn't suck because the idea, I think, is pretty cool.
0: I can't wait to see it, man. I can't wait me to see too, it. Me, me oh, too. Me too. Oh, man. I've just been told we are running out of time. But, um, Devin, man, just one last thing. Australian tour, fingers crossed. Is it is it something happened? A little something? something yeah, something?
1: I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it or not, but no one told me not to. But November 2023 is when I'll be back. My birthday in November. There we go. That's Happy birthday. Me. Me. Yeah, let's That's go. Let's
0: <laughs> <of my> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Devin, as always, it's always good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for hanging out again. Of course, buddy. And uh man, I hope you you and your family and everybody enjoys the rest of the year. And um uh, we'll have all the links down here to light
1: work, mate. Much love as always. Take care. We'll see you soon. You too. See you, brother.